This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 22, Got a Sword in My Pocket. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. And I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? In this time of low turnout by FFG's production process, we'll turn our attention to how the L5R community can take action in your own as well as the larger interwebs community. We'll reflect on the results of our survey on a restricted list. Over 250 responses, so at least 300 opinions. It is the interwebs after all. Finally, we'll charge you with a solemn duty to get a golden face. All right, all right. So f- first, some uh, news uh, out of FFG and FFG-related Red news. Red Hot uh, just announced today. <laughs> yeah. Deadline. There's uh, aging for you. <laughs> wow. that's, as, that's as good as the moonlighting one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who are, you know, young ones of other books our listeners, just look it up. Just look it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, Derailed. Fantasy Flight, Gen Con just announced that Fantasy Flight Games, as a company, is now a co-sponsor of Gen Con 2018, which is a big deal. They This is the first time they are going to co-sponsor, which is the top tier of sponsorship for Gen Con. Uh, the, at Gen initi- Con, they've been there going there for 20 years, right? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're My own. initial response is, hot damn way to go, FFG. That's yeah. awesome. I yeah. mean, there aren't too many. It's it's There's a limited number of big, big names. I mean, the, the board game industry is a massive small stuff, or, or was at least, until right. the last like, 10 well, years. Well, and you know? Asmodee so. slash FFG, you know, is a huge name these days. And, yeah, and that's least. the interesting part. It's not Asmodee. It's Fantasy Flight Games. Yeah. Although right? It's, yeah. it's one in the yeah. same yeah, in, yeah, the, in the U.S. Yeah. Very well, largely. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Asmodee North America okay. in, in, entails yeah. Z-Man and Plat Hat and all these other companies. Mm-hmm. But FFG is definitely the, the big kahuna in that group. Yeah. And it's FFG that's the co-sponsor, which from what I can tell from the press release, it means that they get a dedicated gaming space. So maybe not in the event hall I or maybe an event hall section that's completely entirely... Marked you know, FFG something like that. So yeah. maybe but big we, news otherwise. Maybe we won't get as many dirty looks when we do the bonsai chant. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ooh. not the bonsai. Yeah, or the bonsai. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, the I don't even know if that's even done at Cote's anymore. Um, there's a modified. They, version, they did. They, they, came, yeah. well, yeah. Remember they came up with the yeah. new bonsai chant. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But I don't even know that that's it's, being done. I guess they call it the Rokugan chant now or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's still it's yeah. still kind of contentious enough that I'm not even certain. Back on the other subject. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I've obviously only hit Gen Con once myself, and I'm not massively familiar with how they organize. But I'm not certain what big names, like, say, Wizards of the Coast would be a classic example of a co-sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they're normally off-site for things like uh, PTQs and stuff, aren't they? Well, they, they aren't. They I think they've held the, some of those before. The, yeah. the, uh, the, the Wizard- one other largest tournament ever to be held in conjunction with Gen Con was a magic tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Besides the L5R. Yeah. Pro, Pro Tour qualifiers, the phrase yeah. I'm using. Right, so right. PTQs, yeah. Uh, most yeah. of the time when it's... The, the wizard stuff at Gen Con tends to be centered around like D&D. Interesting. Okay. You know, I mean, obviously we were in... I spent my time in the main in the main complex, so I never saw any of the larger, like separated off parts. Be interesting to see what they do. I yeah, w- w- mm-hmm. we don't know. My my guess is it wouldn't be in the separated off parts, but it's in the Indiana Convention Center. I think it'll just be a larger section. Yeah, interesting. Uh, who knows? Interesting. Who knows? Yeah. Well, but we thought that was yeah. big enough to share with folks. That's that is cool. That is yeah. awesome. Watch out for that, definitely. And then we'll since we last recorded, they also FFG announced a novella, uh, "The Sword and the Spirits" by Robert Denton the Third. Which, as you might guess, focuses on the Phoenix Clan 
and sweet. Did you sweet see the cards? The LCG <laughs> is the two cards that came with it. Those so. that's some nice art on those it cards. Is. It mm-hmm. is. It comes with alternate art cards of uh, Ofushikai, the ancient, the ancestral sword of the Phoenix Clan, and then Kaido Kosori, which is a character coming in Disciples of the Void. The Archer Shugenja, right? I believe. Say that again. The Archer Shugenja, I believe. Kaito, I be- think so from seeing the artwork. Yeah, right? I think she's a Shugenja. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, the archer Shugenja. That was like the two. The bow, you bow, the oh, yeah, bow. Yeah, big yeah, bow yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The archer. Yeah, uh, the ancient sword is a card that's coming out in the next cycle. In the whatever after whatever cycles. Yeah. yeah. So th- here's one of those fun bits to put in. Obviously, we knew as soon as this popped up. FFG have been doing this stuff for um, Arkham for a little while now. Putting yeah, yeah, out yeah. Novellas they with have the like cards. two or three novellas after yeah. Arkham. I actually bought my first one the other day. I'm playing Roland Banks at the moment, so it happens. So cool. Dur- Dirge, uh, of the, Dirge of Reason was finally like, I got hold of the stuff. So I have an idea of the quality. And the, the alternate art style was really damn good. Cool. Like, I mean, now, like, excellent yeah. looking. Did so. they include a full playset of all the alternate arts? Well, in the Arkham one, yes. Because um, there's only there's basically it's one of each card. Right. So I, can, I can't see them not doing a full playset in the other. Then they are. Yeah. Katrina Ostrander confirmed over Twitter that full playsets for Wait. both cards will be included. Basically, no Ooh, reason that, not that to. means I won't have to buy multiples of the novella. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Because you know I would. <laughs> and price-wise, it makes sense. The um, the Arkham character sets are one mini card, one main ID card, and two other cards. So four cards, so two yeah, copies yeah, of yeah. two. So yeah, it's even two and a half cards because you have the mini card. Yeah, and there's even the rules. There's even a rules insert because there's a slight oh, difference about okay. how they work in Arkham. So there could be something like that. Maybe right. maybe at least say something saying this is a nice sword. You can't use it yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yet. Well, yeah. and and they put, they put that in the announcement. But mm-hmm. so we're going to be looking forward to that. It's uh, well, I'm already it's looking forward to it because it's it's, it's a, an L five R story, and you know the. The fiction so far has been really well done, so I'm looking forward to a... And to get know. 100 pages at a time. Oh, yeah. yeah. See an extended, pages an extended piece. Yeah, It'll be nice. It'll be really nice. Interesting to see basically how much of a main impact on the plot it will have. I mean, everything we've had so far has been, here's an important plot point. So what have they got coming up that's, a, that's enough to have 100 pages to focus on? Mm. Well, they've story. got the Phoenix Clan, and so they can focus on the story of Sukune... Mm-hmm. But they could also focus on Kaede and her relationship and her marriage so, to the Tori. I'm just right? I'm wondering what what they got planned. Basically, it must be yeah. probably something interesting. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I'd hope so if you're publishing a novella. So. Yeah, oh, well, it could it, be something <laughs> totally different. It's yeah. Something you know, totally new. Yep, yeah. for sure. I guess you could you could do more of a um, more of a character piece than a ongoing Game of Thrones story, as it were. Which some of the pieces have that feel of like you know, meanwhile in the Crablands. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing yeah. Going on, well, know. it might be a di- deeper dive into their fight, <laughs> you know. into their search for what's going on with the elements, right? Oh, a fair point. Because right? that's the that's Sword the, the central thing with um, that that Phoenix storyline. That's a darn good point between the name and the opening part of that story. Was okay. Yeah. Just for the record, I made a good darn good point about lore. <laughs> <laughs> I want it on record. It's recorded. It's, it's cool. It's March no 2nd. record for you. We're running. We're running. Right? <laughs> here we are. Here we are. All right. So uh, we, we're looking forward to that. Uh, there wasn't really a release date. My memory is telling me that it's going to be released with Disciples of the Void. The same with which that, will hopefully be soon. soon. Um, uh, it hit the boat, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Hey, Disciples of the Boy? No, it moved the print. up to printer. It went with the printer, but I mean, yeah. So that Some still puts it two months out according to their page, but again, on average, their yeah. page, their upcoming page is thumbnail at best. Yeah. Well, it's. It and is. if you whack it with your hammer, then, you know, 
that, that might be give you a better picture of when it's coming. Mm. <laughs> well, one, once they're on the boat, they're fairly speedy right now. And right. I'm, I'm be interested to see, because we know this is a slightly odd pack. It's not a deluxe. It's not a regular pack. It's in between. So right. I'm interested to see how they're printing it. I guess we'll find out when it hits. But one, right. once we get a definite switch from print to the boat, we'll know more. I would so. imagine that the packaging on it is going to be fairly similar to how they're packaging the, the clan packs. Or the uh, the dynasty mm-hmm. pack, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, isn't the picture a, kind of a blister pack? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. I would well, imagine it's, it's a blister. It's yeah, a it's slightly the, um, larger. So my guess would be the them at Gen Con and afterwards there was the large scale Arkham pack, Labyrinth of Lunacy, which was a double sized blister. Oh, okay. so that would be my guess. It's about go. the right amount See? of cards. So there you go. We have our answer. Yeah. So hopefully, <laughs> in the meantime, as we're waiting for that, the kits for the Battle for the Stronghold have just hit the stores. So this is the Battle for the Stronghold kits. This is the kit that comes with the last run of the champions at Alt Art, textless champions, uh, full bleed art, along with the clan-specific Toshi Ranbo clan rolls. Have you guys uh, got your hands on those yet? Have you seen them? Yes, I saw them. They were at Total Escape, and we got got two packs in, so... I was a, a little confused because I looked back at the announcement. I, once I opened the kit, I'm like, wait, I was expecting some different stuff. Where's all the stuff? And then I realized yeah. that the name of the other kit that's supposed to drive three tournaments or leagues or what have you is called the Stronghold Kit. The one that we got in mm-hmm. the blister packs that's cards only is the Battle for the Stronghold Kit. Yeah. So there are this. <laughs> so yeah, it's the precursor the to the Stronghold we, Kit. We, yeah, yeah. We, we've been having this discussion for the last day or so. The Stronghold Kit is the Q1 kit. It's all the stuff to run events for Q1. Exactly. The Battle for the Stronghold is the Pokemon Go thing. Is the right? Is, is one is a one shot kind of. <laughs> yeah, here's a tourney. Here's here, here's the tournament two, and you announce and the winner of that tournament or the people the clan with the most wins identifies that store yeah, they, as they, their stronghold. They claim the gym. Roka, yep. Rokugan Go works, by the way. <laughs> and I'll start. And I've managed to get stuck in Carl's head. <laughs> Yay. So go ahead and schedule those battle for the battles for the stronghold. And in order to get people back, as, as I understand, if, you, if you're if you online at all, you, you see a lot of comments about people like, oh, I'm dropping the game, or people are dropping the game, or mm-hmm. the people are dropping the game around me, and it really sucks, and I don't like it. My suggestion would be to announce that you're going to have this battle for the stronghold you know a couple of weeks out and that you might have a couple of casual nights to get people back into it mm-hmm. before that battle and you use know, that kind of a training for the battle night and mm-hmm. use that as sort of an entry into starting up a league at your store yeah i mean exactly it basically it's a long it's a long run league with a very simple reporting method uh, on the front of people dropping out i would say that i look back over some of the stuff i saw when netrunner was going after its first cycle and we've seen a few of our lcgs right now i don't it doesn't seem to me that we're getting as much drop off uh, it doesn't seem to me that we're getting any more drop off after the first cycle hits that we were getting any of those games the well, problem we had is we had such a sharp uptick with six packs in yeah, yeah and, and it's been extreme and there's been you know? I, i've talked to a few people about this and they, it's their opinion, and I I don't disagree. I think I think it's a good thing that L five R has been the new hotness for a while, right? Yes. It came out at Gen Con. It it followed up with a strong store order, strong uh, opening at, at, uh, in in stores in October, and then they followed up with six and six, and it was fantastic. Oh yeah. So it was the new hotness for an extended period of time. Yeah, for a long period. And so now what we're seeing is just a kind of a an acute. The, the people that are get that get out of the new hotness are getting out. Yeah, yeah. an acute version of that. The people exactly. that are dr- would drop three months in yep. half the way through the cycle yep. are dropping now. 
like Douglas Adams told us, don't panic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, the game is not dying. The game is not going anywhere. It's 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 we're in a bit of a lull. You know, yeah, people are going to drop out. This game is not for everybody, right? So some people got yeah. into it, gave it a try, and they're done. Mm-hmm. That, but there's plenty of people who are going to be in for the long haul, mm-hmm. and some and a strong community will well, is will, will, is <laughs> developing. Yeah. The, well, the Cote attendance at Cork, at Pax Unplugged, at, at uh, Spain. Spain was 400 people. For I was going to say I was sake. I was looking Cork at exactly was that. I think about 200. Yeah. I Something mean, like that. Yeah. For a non non continental location too. Yeah. So, and you know. Paris Cote is coming up. And I don't even want to think about the numbers there. <laughs> like, hey, honey, would you mind going to Paris for three days? No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play cards for two and a half of them. Okay, I'll be at the Eiffel Tower and looking at all the great sights. <laughs> yeah. I'll be at the Louvre, right? Like, the, that can be a family outing very easily. Unfortunately, maybe without mom or dad because <laughs> yeah. they're playing cards. <laughs> you, you were talking about your, your glimpse into my psyche. I think we've had an easier one to the <laughs> thought processes of the Lopez. Hey, we, the Lopez household, uh, like Rick Greenway, Richard Greenway from the Void Pirates, he uh, he and his friend Carl were at Worlds and they invited my wife and I and my kids to come to Nottingham, or not Nottingham, um, what's the, where is the Cote being held in England, in the UK, in June yeah, um, I'm, I'm I, well through the expat now, yeah, so I'm, not I'm a clue. because we tried to make it work and we just couldn't. Like the the tr- the major limitations. Major city is it or what? So Birmingham. Birmingham. It's in Birmingham. Yes, yes, that's where it is. Uh, I just I knew I had to hold on there just until I remembered, until my <laughs> memory kicked <laughs> in. And there's smoke but we just coming out of out. Tobin's we ears. Would l- we would have loved to go, but we just couldn't work out the timing. With uh, other things on our schedule, I'm 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 holding back here. You're not, so, missing, you're not missing anything with Birmingham. That's on record. Well, anyway. no, no, no. But but UK, like you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, my no, wife, totally so, my wife there. hasn't. My wife has been. I haven't. My son really wants to go to. Like he got this in his head when he was about three that he wanted to go to London, and so London's we, a great city for what I hear. London. So. All, <laughs> I've, all I've seen of London so far is Heathrow. <laughs> Someday I'll see more. All right. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Having, awesome. Been to, having been to London, Heathrow is a pretty good example. <laughs> it's a busy, confusing place. <laughs> Even by the standards of big cities, oh my word. You know, it's, it's the same amount of like, population density and, and life of a block of New York crammed into smaller, older cities, smaller, <laughs> older streets. <laughs> you know? so. All right. So if you are waiting for the stronghold kits... So you and you go, are, and go you and are do that. For them. Yeah, <laughs> go and do the battle for the stronghold. Get those training nights scheduled. Uh, hold those battles. Go for it. But if you're waiting for those stronghold kits, which again, not to be confused with the battle for the stronghold, tourneys aren't really possible. The card distribu- the card stuff in the battle for the stronghold kits isn't really for leagues. It's, it's participation. Can't play. really do yeah. that. Yeah, but the stronghold kits, which are designed for leagues and tournaments, are go ahead and start your league. I mean, we started ours at Total Escape. I just said, you know, screw it. I'm not waiting for the cards to arrive. We want to. I want to get people back in the store. And so we announced that we would be holding our leagues on Wednesday nights, and we had half a dozen people show up. Uh, when for weeks there had been like two yeah, people, and exactly. I was one of them. Yeah, <laughs> and now and we're going to get more people in next week. People have already let me know that they're coming for the next time and nice. so on and so forth. So you can't hand out the swag, of course. Uh, you we're not charging people until the swag arrives, and you can. But you can certainly start recording games and having people get points and reach achievements and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So bring those people in, right? Imbue yeah. your community with energy again, and have them 
play and, and engage in the game in the way that they haven't so far. And one thing we like to do in our LCG leagues, we've done this with Netrunner. Uh, most of the Colorado leagues have done this. They have they set up you know league scoring sheets, and they have league achievements. You know, so you don't have to you know don't have to wait for a kit to arrive. You can set up a league, set up some achievements, and if you want to offer a prize with it. For us, it's usually just league points to see, you know, who's the, you know... Who wins the league. Yeah, yeah. who wins the league. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, take some time, plan it out. It'll be fun. And people will come. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we've um, gone with... We're running a six-week period for the Battle for the Stronghold part. Mm-hmm. But our we're opening it on our monthly tournament. So our opening tournament on a Tuesday is going to have the whole deal with the... Oh, cool. Handing out the, six cool. play, the, the top six players... Clan, clan roll cards and then passing out the champions. So that's all going to be done on one event and the rest of it is just going to be recording. So op- open with a big one and play Excellent. through. Nice. Nice. Yeah, because the stronghold, the battle for the stronghold kits have six of each clan roll card and I think three of each clan champion. Exactly so. So you have, there's plenty of stuff to give out to folks. And again, a lot of these people are going to be coming to you and they already have the clan champ card from the earlier tournaments, mm-hmm. right? The clan roll cards are six per, so those and there's so there's probably well, there's twenty one, uh, what, forty two of those in mm-hmm. the set. So it's you you got a lot of gotta bandwidth. collect them all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those um, those babies are nice. I would note as well, we've seen a lot since the last like organized talk of a lot of um, late adopters, people waiting to see what happened, letting, mm-hmm. letting the six pack in six weeks pass by and come in, and right. they keep in mind they'll be perfectly happy to come and get those clan champion cards that yeah, are then yeah, unobtainium yeah. after that. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, on to the big topic. For some reason, and I can't really explain why, but in my thinking about what to cover uh, in, these, in these episodes, because it's kind of hard to c- come up with podcast material when your podcast is dealing with a game that isn't really releasing any news. So I thought a survey would be good. But what should I ask about, right? And so what did you I ask remembered, about, Tobin? I remembered that when the, our, the, the latest update to the rules reference guide was released, there was... And I maybe it was only one person, maybe it was three. I can't remember. It, it probably was a low number. But they said they were surprised that there wasn't errata, banned, or restricted cards included in the rules reference guide in this second or third iteration of the rules reference guide. And I thought that was a weird comment, but I remembered it, and I'm like, huh? Well, because maybe the, we should ask. Well, all the other LCGs have those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. at some but, level. Yeah, but um, um, like, I. So I got I got a phone call. Here's what happened. I got Tobin going, "Hey, this is a great idea." And I immediately went, "Okay, I don't think I think it's too early." That was my initial immediate response. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. "Too early for one." But I have thought about it since. We have it feels kind of early. But that being said, we had had a whole damn cycle of cards come through from a complete core set. Right. So that's not un, that's well, not ridiculous to find something in there that could well, be adjusted. Well, and, and, and yeah, and, and I called you and I said, "Hey, listen, what do you think about surveying folks and seeing?" Oh, what cards they'd put on a restricted list. And he said, well, why are we assuming they want one? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, good point. So right? The so then was, that, that yeah. was the first question I asked is, do you, do you think there should be a restricted list? Yes or no? And then depending on how they answered that, they either went to a, you answered yes, what cards should you, do you think should be on it? Or you answered no, and I asked you why not. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've got collected today. I thought, you know, well, let's see what they think. Well, and thus an internet poll was born. <laughs> so my opinion on this, uh, which I've probably stated before, is that right now it's in, in, in March of 2018, it's too early. We have one cycle, we have one core set. You know, there's the the card pool is small. Any sort of restricted list 
could be punitive against the, the entire player community. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, right. not even that. But the it's not too early to start thinking about one. Completely agreed. One, one of the things I brought up, and we'll get a little deep into this later on if we get a chance, but the less cards you have, the harder it is to make a restricted list work because you're trying to avoid degenerative combos. Yes. So either the whole thing's already broken or it gets tricky to pull cards out and say, you can't use them for this one. Well, I wasn't because I didn't need to. You right. Know, I, I didn't pick right. them out, but anyway. Well, Doug, you'll be happy to hear that 277 people responded. Done. I closed, I closed it because I wanted to share this. I just wanted to lock it down and just be done with it <laughs> didn't want to watch it every day i was watching it uh, like every few hours for the first 48 50 hours it was up <laughs> it was making me go a little bit bonkers so 277 responses 67.9 percent of people said no 32 percent say yes now those numbers have whole have held fairly consistently since the first 10 respondents the first 10 respondents i think we're seven no's, three yeses, and it's held right there, thirty percent, for a very long, t- almost through the hole. It's been going. It's at some points they shaved down to twenty-six percent, but then it's it stayed steady about 30, 35, 30, 32 percent, and that's where it is now. So interesting. I would I would not have expected it to be quite so definitive. I mean, I expected I expected most people to think probably not, but I would have been more than like the fifty-five, forty-five. 60-40. That's surprisingly, surprisingly solid, solid um, call. Yeah, and my yeah. line has been, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect 70-30. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I actually yeah. would have expected more like 80-20. Interesting. Interesting. Even more, yeah? yeah? Okay. All right. And I so, suppose I have slightly less faith in the um, <laughs> slightly less faith in any community coming to a clear, clear answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we said, two hundred seventy response, two hundred seventy-seven responses, three hundred opinions. Right. That's a good, good few voices. So all the same. actually, yeah. the the second question I asked, if you said yes, I asked which cards should be included on such a list: conflict cards, dynasty cards, or both. Mm-hmm. And sixty-six percent, one, uh, two-thirds said both conflict and dynasty should be restricted, be included on the list. Thirty-two percent. Thirty-two point six percent said conflict cards only, and then the remainder, which is like one percent, said dynasty cards only. Hmm. So, that, I mean, that's very clear. We we know we know a lot of people find. Oh, oh it's, it's a it's held knowledge that we um, that people find certain conflict cards hard to deal with. They appear to come out of nowhere. <coughs> Pathfinder's bait. Pause the debate. I was going to say pause the debate. Yeah, you know <coughs> they've got you. Oh, if, yeah. you, if you're in card games at all, the good old phrase of gotchas. Forged I mean, that's, pol- that's policy debate. Forged edict. Policy debate is you had a plan. I've yeah. now found it and seen it and got rid of it. That's yeah. the biggest gotcha yeah. you can think of. You know? yeah. and, pa- and Pathfinder's Blade being, in, well, an anti-gotcha. I have a cool trap over here. Come, yeah. come, come trigger my trap card. Oh, no. Okay, fine. You know, that's, that's why those I have a good. sword in my pocket. Your land doesn't scare me, me anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tobin, Tobin Lopez, 2018. <laughs> Is that a sword in your pocket or are well, you just yeah. happy to see we, me? We have an episode title. Both. <laughs> Both. It is a sword in my pocket and I am happy to see you because your land doesn't work on me. <laughs> oh, dearie. Nice. Jeez. Yeah. But yeah, it's... Restoration um, of balance? Who cares? Yeah. I mean, I can, I can see the conflict bit. But as, as I said to you, my very, very first thoughts was that it seems to me that a lot of the initial power is in combining good dynasty cards, which there plainly are, even though restricting a dynasty card feels a little odd because only that clan can use them. So any yeah. each, any choice hits yeah. a clan. Unless right, everyone, right, right. Yeah, any, right. any choice is a laser-targeted well, FU. But, but remember, but there, are, there are neutral dynasty cards yes, right now. Exactly so. Who's going who's gonna to put Wandering Ronin on a restricted list? You know, I... Uh, 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 yeah. 
I had to get it in. He's such. He's got good I hair. I have no comeback for that. <laughs> he's got nice hair. <laughs> I mean, again, as I said earlier on, right now, no. I can. We know there'll be more neutral cards. There'll be more neutral dynasty cards. Oh, yeah. Something at some point will break. That's the nature of card games. So, you know, I can see that then, but not right now. Well, you know. but. There is the possibility of having degenerate combos between Dynasty and Conflict. And that's my point. Exactly so. That I can see. So you'll have to have both in a restricted list. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. I, I, did, I, did, I did basically hash it out when we were talking this. And I think that's... I agree that you to make anything work, it should be both of them. And I think that's more like what's more likely to help the game. Something coming up will be... You know, um, here's a thought for you. Policy debate becomes restricted. Mm-hmm. You know, it's causing problems. Funny you should mention that. Yeah, you know, say so. Say say policy debate comes through. Results coming up. Folks. Yeah, no Results coming up. And then um, one problematic, in inverted commas, political character from each clan becomes restricted. So if you're just playing the character, you don't care. If you're just playing policy debate, you don't care. But you can't put them together, and that structure there, I think, is where the list starts to do it do its job well. Policy debate and guest of honor. Policy debate and Kachiko. Yeah. Policy debate. Kachiko and is a conflict Kachiko. card. That's okay. They're oh, both yeah. conflict. They're both, well, yeah, but Bayushi, same. Uh, uh, shoju. There you yeah. go. Kachiko Kachi right. is a conflict card that, can't, that doesn't want to pretend it's not a dynasty. <laughs> it's a dynasty that comes comes from nowhere. You know? No, but you're right. Like, and and the the one that I've seen a lot of lately is, and and we've seen for quite a while now is Niten Master and Pathfinder's Blade. Yeah, never good comparison. Right. Yeah. If if, yeah. if you well, Niten Master in any weapon, but yeah, Pathfinder's Blade being the weapon that's free. That cheap that plus one yep. and horrible. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 what, we caveat, caveat. What, we, what I didn't ask was about holdings. I figured the dynasty cards, conflict cards, you know, hold or not holdings. Provinces. Provinces. Oh. Provinces would be provinces. I think it would be yeah. awesome if a province showed up on the restricted list. <laughs> <laughs> because remember, okay, uh, in case anyone out there doesn't understand how Fantasy Flight's restricted lists work... You take the restricted list, and you are allowed to choose a single card off of the list and have a up to a playset of that in your decks. Yeah, that's what we're talking about with the restricted list. We're assuming that, because that's Game of Thrones, that's Netrunner. Mm-hmm. I think that was Star Wars. So that's yeah. what we're operating That's under. how Fantasy Flight does restricted yeah, yeah. lists for LCGs. So once you choose a card off that list, the rest of the cards are lost to you. Yeah. Basically, the idea of the restricted list in FFG is to prevent degenerative combo. It's to say you you have to have this, not these other guys. Yeah. So if you put something like uh, shameful display on the restricted list, which no. it, it wouldn't show up on the restricted list probably, because <laughs> right, right, right. it's shameful display. But let's uh, you know let's say that shameful display does show up on the restricted list, and you really want to play it, but you've got a, a Indian clan conflict card and an in conflict des- dynasty card on the list also that you'd really like to play. You've got some serious choices to make. Yeah, it's like I hadn't considered province cards. And my first thought on you saying that was they are fairly heavily restricted anyway between element, between role, between all the other things, clan-related stuff. They are already like pretty tough to pick yeah. provinces. But that being said, we are going to get many more of them. And I think I think you're right. I think I think it has to cover the gamut. There has it to be the possibility to. of, you know, shameful displays restricted. If you're not using the other one, that's fine. But it still stops you getting all the dishonor combos. Another mm-hmm. point that I have to make before people get too angry thinking about restricted lists and all that Restriction lists are not permanent. Yeah. Just because. Yeah. Just for, because, just because it's on the list policy, now. Deba- policy yeah. debate goes on the restricted list in, let's say the restricted list comes out in June, whatever. You know, pick it, pick a month or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because you know it's restricted in June doesn't mean that in June of 2019 it's still going to be on the restricted list. Mm-hmm. Right. Things things can and will come off of the restricted list as answers to them show up as the, as they are basically. 
nerfed a little bit mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. later cards in the in, in in later cycles. As the environment changes, yeah, quite the, a spectacular um, example just recently. Netrunner had a notorious card, mm-hmm. probably about in the same range as Political Base, mm-hmm. actually, completely hitting a whole bunch of different things. Um, and when Netrunner did its recent, its semi-recent list, they went for restricted and removed. It removed was banned. You couldn't play that card at all. But I didn't call it banned for the reason that a card came off that list recently and back right. into play. The restricted list version of Netrunner mm-hmm. uh, in Netrunner is called the Most Wanted List, the MWL. Mm-hmm. And they have a restricted list and they have a removed list. So the removed cards you can't play with at all. Mm-hmm. The restricted list is just how we've talked about, which is you get a full play set of one card. on, And they have one for Corp and they have one for Runner. Mm-hmm. And they just changed that. Right, so yep. they just so it moves. So they drop some cards completely off the remove list. They add, they move some cards from the remove list to the, to the restricted list, and they drop some cards off the restricted list completely. Yeah. So well, as the meta shifts, as answers come up, they're going to be moving things. Yeah, they're willing to do so. The yeah. I, I, you know, calling it a remove list instead of a ban list is fine. I. It, it seems semantics. To be, yeah, it is. It's, yeah. It, it's total semantics. I'd, I'd say so, you know, except I see so many people latch onto the word ban. They've banned my favorite card. You know. Well, but, okay, so Magic the Gathering has had a ban list forever in various of its formats. Mm-hmm. And cards have come off of the ban list for Magic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, bans are not forever. Uh, you know, <laughs> restrictions yeah. are not forever, yeah. necessarily. Bans are not forever. <laughs> Even the Who mm-hmm. breaks up. <laughs> oh, fuck. Nice. See, I was going to I was going to point out that while you're completely correct, whenever a, whenever a big popular card goes onto the ban, as the guy who sees this, I still see people yelling as if the world is ending in itself. Well, yeah. of it's, course, everybody likes to rail against the world once in yeah. a while. Yeah. It's a little bit of psychology. The rem- the removed call is a is a nice bit of marketing and makes it clear that you know it ain't permanent. Yeah, that's true. That's that's it's it's a good call, but it's semantics. And it, b- it boils down to us saying that a restricted card in L5R. And by almost any other chance, so at some point as the meta shifts, we'll go. Okay, I'm now lo- I'm now no longer restricted. I'm coming back, and we should make clear as well. Um, FFG is very open on saying this is for competitive tournaments. Anything else, play whatever you feel like. If right. you're just playing kitchen table L5R, go nuts. Yep, yeah. whatever role you want to play, yeah. whatever janky compo fun thing you can do. Um, we're running this league under the OP rules, under the OP clan rules, but I am more than ready and i wanted to just test the waters with this stability is key there just offering people up but as the community grows and grows more stable i it's my idea to enter into a okay league night you can't play your clan role you get to flip the clan card over and those of you who are seekers of a role you're now keepers and and just flip it and just make it easier on everybody just you know. as, yeah, as you were saying that, was I was just, I was just thinking the idea that um, that does sound fascinating. The idea of doing a league where it's all okay, we've got an easy switch to mix things up. Roles roles are changed. Yep. You so know. all of a sudden, dragon is not seeker fire; they're keeper fire. How does that change the build? Mad, Mad Hatter's Mad Hatter's tea party role set. Section. So a couple of years ago, a friend of ours, Joe Sennard, uh ran a tournament for Netrunner <laughs> that he called the Identity <laughs> Crisis Tournament. Oh my word! I remember that. That yep. was that was hilariously awesome. Yeah, it, it was a yeah. fun tournament. Well, it just occurred to me we could do something possibly similar. Yeah. When you sit down at the table, you and your opponent switch roles. Now, you, you, obviously, you would be having yeah, illegal decks, yeah, but illegal deck. basically, yeah. you, that just means that any card that is, shows the role that you traded away is blank. Oof. Right. Like, oh, okay. Um, to make a to play this idea out, 
Rolls, um, IDs in Netrunner are more analogous to strongholds. That's true. In L5R. Now, a stronghold swapping session could be freaking hilarious. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> it's Lion versus Scorpion. Thank you, Lion. Give me that military. <laughs> Lion's like, I'm not going to dishonor now, though, am I? <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, you got a point. <laughs> So there, that, there are ways to have fun with one. it. We might one. have to we might have to test that a bit just to run the kitchen table. Both there. of those that, ideas that might be, that that fun, might be to fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So now, so with the results of our polls, we had I I tallied up the number of cards that were suggested, the the frequency which cards were suggested. Now I did this about thirty respondents ago. So uh, with two hundred forty five <laughs> respondents, this is when I started the tallying this stuff up because I knew it was going to take me a while. This afternoon, there were 277. Now, everything is held pretty constant. So 10 people's opinions didn't get into this list, but there's glaring consistency. You know, in, in this, one would, in this one would never cards. guess that you work with statistics for no, a living. No, no, no. <laughs> After that disclaimer, oh my God. <laughs> P, P above 0.5%? Does it work? Right? You know, well, 0. 0.05, you know? I'll give you one guess as to what card got the most votes. Uh, it's about fitty fitty, but policy debates. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> policy it's debate. Start with a P. <laughs> out of out of forty six responses that I counted up with two hundred and forty five responses in, policy debate got twenty four listings. So more than half of the forty six said policy debate needs to be that, needs to be restricted. That card really has pissed people off. Hasn't yeah, it? <laughs> it was it was really kind of all over the board. I was. Uh, you know, again, the statistician in me expected some consistency. There wasn't really any. Mm-hmm. People were all over the board. The policy debate had 24. Well, policy fate, debate is meta-bending, though. Fate worse than yeah. death. Fate worse than death was the next best, the next highest one. It's four costs. Yeah, it's, it's four costs. It's a high-end dynasty yeah. character. Well, yeah. Like, but these are, know, this, what this is what people for. say. So the top cards, policy debate, fate worse than death, let go, which uh, yeah. let go was meta-warping early. Yeah, it's yeah. not so much anymore. But it is there. Forge Edict, Miramoto's Fury, Pathfinder's Blade, Iron Mine, Reprieve Charge, Feast or Famine, Feast or Famine, which is the province. It was the only province that was mentioned <laughs> more than once. <laughs> Censure, Go figure. Censure, Lion's Pride Brawler, Talisman of the Sun, which was by two separate people identified as the single best card in the, in the card pool, which I... I found it surprising. Calling in favors, calling in favors, talisman calling in favors, voice of honor, and Bayushi Kachiko all had four people, four mentions in the forty-six. Interesting. Mm. Kitsu Spirit Caller, Kanjo District, Karada District. Again, these are holdings. Those are holdings. Kanjo is the Phoenix holding. Karada District is the Crab holding that takes an attachment away. Kanjo is the one that sends somebody home if you control the mm-hmm. favor. Niten Master and Ikoma Ujiaki were the last ones. Then then after that, cards that were suggested less than three times, I just didn't include. No Lion's Pride Brawler? Yes, Lion's Pride no, Brawler was in there with five. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, couldn't make it yeah. out. So what's that top five again? Top five is Policy Debate, Face Words and Death, Let Go, Forged Edict, and Miramoto's Fury, all getting double digits. Everything after that is single digits. So everything there apart from Let Go, I refer to as FU cards. Yeah, it is, you, it, it is the, um, it is the I am targeting part of your plan and telling you to go to knock it off. Mm-hmm. And... Let go is still a little bit of an FU. Mm, somewhat so. I mean, sing, single Less, attachments. Lesser of an FU than the other ones. When, when someone pulls the new sword from the book coming up and then let, let, and hits let go with that, that's an FU. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now, all, all I mean, like, particularly because uh, you, you heard my response on Fate Worse Than Death, and I, I always felt it was bang on. It's overcosted for what it does because you never want all of it. But it, I can understand that it feels horrible. 
Oh yeah. You know, it's, oh, I mean, yeah. I've, I've hit people with it and watched them go, oh, sweet. That's you know, I mean, almost wonderful. all. That's one of those cards <laughs> that you feel dirty for playing, don't you, Carl? Well, I don't know, but I have had a friend of ours, a Mike, a regular listener, who's who's always saying, "I said you could try Scorpion." He says, I, I, "I can't apologize all the time. I can't do that." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I understand. I do. I understand. But that's uh, in my pop side moment. Looking at that, going four out of the five of those top ones are definitely cards that say you had a plan. You can go stick it. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. interesting. Very interesting, all over the board. And and I didn't look at the thirty responses coming in. Uh, again, 20 or so of those were no's, uh, so only 10 people didn't make it onto this list. I haven't looked at those. I will make the full data set available to people totally. through the link in the notes, so you can Su- go in and, and scour the anonymized. data. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, there's, it's the completely anonymous. The only thing <laughs> on there is a timestamp. Now, there were 67% of the folks said no, and overwhelmingly, over- I asked them to say why not card pool was too small uh it's still small was overridingly the number one answer there like mm-hmm. it's it, it, something in those themes card pool is small too early uh too early was mentioned probably next which is the most game hasn't one. even been out a year oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 i mean I, I think the the card pool is too small i think is a good mechanical argument because any restriction done within the size of card pool we've got, you have to really very carefully look at what decks just suddenly implode. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, I can't play those two together. Oh, right. geez, that's a massive knock-on effect. There's nowhere to go. Right. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no alternative to not restrict. Yeah. The card pool is too small, and then too soon. Too the game's too young. There, the next ones were there aren't any OP cards. There aren't any or, or there aren't any combinations that. There aren't answers to already in the pool, was what their thinking was. So, yes, some of the answers, some of the combinations are powerful, but there are answers to that. Mm-hmm. Or along the lines of people just haven't figured out how to play against that yet. I mean, <laughs> which is, I, I, in my mind, that's kind of a cop out. People haven't figured out to play. Well, there's, there's a whole lot of folks that have tried to figure out how to play against Scorpion. And while there was an article put up mm-hmm. about Crab versus Scorpion, there's scorpion is still a powerhouse i've played scorpion on jukoku a half dozen times in the last week and it's always a miserable experience (laughs) not miserable in a negative player negative play experience but just like i have nothing there's 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 seemingly nothing i can do to win i just it just sucks so i I would when when you stated that sentence there of um, people haven't figured out how to play against them i don't think my first thought was not um, the overall meta has not figured out how Scorpion can be taken on as a community. I think these, I think he's saying that individual players are not good at playing against the Scorpion playstyle, and I think that's accurate. If I hit someone who knows what they're doing, it's a tough fight. If you hit someone who is even the slightest bit uncertain of their game plan against a Scorpion play, they do have a hell of a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. It, pun- it punishes punishes mistakes a heck of a lot. That's what I'm hearing there more myself, and I think, well, that's okay, that's fair. You know, if you've got the experience. Lion was the same sort of deal at first. People oh, yeah. were all worried about constant dynasty swarms and, you know, being taken out by it. I'd um, say it's very common. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an it's an interesting. I think it's a different I think it's a different thing to that. I agree the meta is the meta ha- is working away nice and hard on how to take down Scorpion because they're the current hotness set, you know. Yeah. You know, they're the, they're the success sure. story right now. And on the front of strong combinations, I think they're about right. My my point earlier about four of those five cards being FUs is that's how they feel. I mean, they are good. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say policy debate is not good. It's a great card. But I really don't feel it's OP. You know, it is strong, and as I think as Doug was saying before, it can be played around. You can, right. you can yeah. modify your play. I don't think people have done that quite enough. 
I well, actually used policy debate in in an offhand way recently. I played policy debate knowing I was going to lose the duel. Okay. Because I was trying to uh, drain my scorpion opponent of some of his honor. Okay. Because I was gonna I was gonna bid low on the dial, hope that he bid high to win the to try and win oh, the of duel. Of course, yes. And was gonna try was trying to, to to drain a little bit of his honor away from him to try and you know dishonor him out. Oh, okay. No, so right. I'd already uh, heard people talking about the duelist decks as it gets referred to. The duels being the easy way to mm-hmm. get these triggers and get uh, honor off people. And yeah, you pop a policy debate, your opponent's gonna go. Uh, yeah, I might bid high, thanks. <laughs> you know, right. Particularly if you put one in where there's a reasonable chance of them winning. And I right. didn't care if he saw my hand. Yeah, yeah. So I, can, yeah. I can buy that. Yeah. I can buy that. Now, something that all five of these cards have in common is I'd wager that in a Scorpion Dragon build, they're all there. Oh, no doubt at all. I mean, Fury, in Scorpion Dragon, Fury will turn up. Yeah. You most know, of them. If, let go, if you, if you can't fit all of them, most of them. Yeah. yeah. You, know? you know, I mean, they've already got Calling in Favors, but... Calling in favors was also listed here, as was for Edict. So here's the interesting. So it seems to be that this is a, this is to some extent a manifestation, and a survey is only a snapshot of this of what people think at this time, right? Mm-hmm. right. So for those who think that a restricted list should be put in place soon, they're definitely looking. Uh, this looks like a yeah, let's ca- take Scorpion down a notch. Candidates, yeah. yeah. I can buy that. I mean, it's worth noting I'm not running Scorpion Dragon right now. I'm still running Scorpion. Crap, so, but okay. Pathfinder's Blade is on there, so you know he's on that oh, list. Yeah, people, yeah. But it's um, but I'm I don't not know what I hate more. <laughs> <laughs> it, it depends on your game plan. The one of the big things about Pathfinder's Blade is it helps a hell of a lot with the Scorpion Mirror Match because there are some atrocious provinces to run oh, into. Oh right, yeah, so it yeah, does wonderful yeah. work against Pilgrimage and the other stuff and all that. So well, it doesn't work know. against Pilgrimage. Not Pilgrimage, but um, uh, shameful kills display, shameful kills secret cache, yeah. secret cache. Yeah, and the, you do, do see a fair bit of forum still. It's great against that. So. Yeah. Yeah, so there's. It looks to me like people are trying to take down Scorpion to some extent, and to some extent Dragon, which you know aren't surprising. They're kind of the two strongest tournament factions right now, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, as you note there specifically, I mean they're all conflict cards mostly listed, but um, the Dragon, the Dragon conflict cards are, are listed without any. It's much further down the list before you get to a Dragon um, Dynasty character, so you might not be far wrong. Yeah, N- is the N- N- Master is is the yeah. well LPB is the character is the first character Dynasty card. On there that isn't Feast or Famine. Oh, I guess Iron Mine and Feast or Famine. And then Lion's Pride Brawler. And then uh, Spirit Caller was on there. Kachiko, mm-hmm. Spirit Caller, the two districts, mm-hmm. Master and Nujiaki. Uh, worth seeing as well, the dragon cards on there are also the ones that not only turn up in Scorpion as the off-clan, but turn up a lot of other things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are the things you're going to take rock. if you splash dragon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Fury and let go. Well, yeah. one of the things that, uh, that I tend to do when I'm playing against dragon is I try to take as much opportunity to just reveal provinces because i know fury is coming right yep. so poke him. let me just let me just go in here and do for one let me let's just reveal that one okay let me reveal that one okay let me reveal that one okay look okay so now your fury only works on one and zero cost characters Woohoo! Yep. now unfortunately it's a casada is a zero cost but glory you get yeah, what you yeah. get right <laughs> oh yeah but yeah oh yeah <laughs> So those are those are some interesting things. Now I do want to I do want to have a sh- point out. There is one person who I think I know who it is, but this is only a guess. There is one person who probably responded to which cards would you include in such a list. <laughs> so there were a lot of people that that answered, you know, with with their reasoning, which was perfectly fine and, and expected. Uh, one person, and I think it's. I don't know. Baz is a listener. Baz from the Imperial Advisor, he's a listener. <laughs> or he's listened in the past. Someone wrote probably four pages. 
<laughs> there's a four. There's a. There's at least a thousand word response here. Damn. On lion sets of uh, restricted lists, a dragon set of restricted lists, scorpion set, phoenix set, crab set, crane set, actual banning cards, mixing sets, imperial sets. Like he talks about, or he or she talks about Mia Satoshi with the Kanjo Karada and Imperial Palace. So you can find the one card in your mm-hmm. deck that's Imperial with Mia Satoshi, of course. And so uh, thank you for that. And Baz, if it was you, thank you very much. And I'm not surprised. See, two two so, points there. If, if, it is, if, it is, if it is Baz there, number one, number one, um, holy cow. Number two, secondly, um, would have thought you'd save that for the for the show, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, no. The, the the gentlemen on Imperial Advisor have a lot of insight and, and, and take a, a great deal of time and and passion to the show. Uh, oh, no, and I and I definitely listen to them because they have more time for that kind of thinking and deep kind of thought into this game and the ramifications of making one slight change mm-hmm. than I do. <laughs> and props to them for doing that. But props to whoever, if it wasn't Baz, then whoever responded in that way, thank you very much. Uh, Again, I said we'd make the database available so you guys can all see what the responses are and see what you said along with the other folks in the community. Whoever whoever the big writer was, I look forward to the published paper. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a little bit of a change uh, change in topic. Okay. So I don't do a lot of card playing online. I did a little bit on, on uh, Octagon a bit when I was pl- uh, playing Netrunner hard. Okay. Uh, didn't like it. But I, I hear you guys talking and a lot of other people talking about playing on Jigoku. I've signed up for my account on Jigoku. But I <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm D. Keister on Jigoku. I'm really inventive with my names online. Hey, I'm Tobin Lopez on Jigoku. <laughs> I'm not even hiding with a with a initial. <laughs> uh, but I've yet to play my first game. I need to build a couple of, you know, decks and that sort of thing. Yeah. I would love to hear some like hints, tips and tricks for someone who's new to playing on Jigoku. Well, the first thing is you got building your deck's pretty easy. So, which one do you use? Five Rings or Bushi Builder? Uh, I started using Bushi Builder. Okay, I I don't use Bushi Builder, but I use Five Rings. I know you can import. There's a permalink uh, part of the you go uh, the Five Rings mm-hmm. that you can import. I, I'm guessing the same thing has happened with Bushi Builder. So as soon so. as you build it on Five Rings, you you can just import a deck pop that link in, it pulls everything in, including the title of the deck, so you don't have to retitle it, which is not something that happens between Netrunner DB and Genteki, which is is the other analogy, which is very cool. So that makes it really smooth. You only have to build the deck one time. Don't worry about the names. You're golden. Um, And then get in, and there's a beginner, a casual, and a competitive tag that you can put to your game. Oh, cool. Get in there as a beginner, and just or, or say, new to Jikoku, Mm-hmm. Right, you can put that name in your game, All right. and go for it from there. Now, some of the some of the things are a little like you have to use the automations to make it keep working. There was an instance I had just a few days ago where someone dragged their provinces over to they dragged it over to their stronghold and they dragged it over to their other spots, but the prompt was saying, "Choose your province." Stronghold province, and he didn't do that. He he dragged it over. Yeah. So then the prompt never went away. Yeah. Um, when it doesn't go away, you can't go to the next part, which is you know deciding on the mulligan. Yeah. Good. So following those prompts, and be, uh, there aren't a lot of audio cues. 
So Jikoku, unlike Jinteki, requires you to kind of really keep an eye on the log, on the text log, which is unfortunate. I, I kind of wish, especially when somebody dis- disconnects, I kind of wish there would be a ding-dong when they're back. <laughs> like, okay, I'm not going to sit here and watch the box. A nice Shogun Total uh, War gong. <laughs> yeah. Once they come back in. Exactly. You know, there you go. Okay. And then, and then don't be too quick. There's, there's one settings that you should be aware of when you go in. In your profile, you go into your pro- before you go into a game, you go into your profile and you select the action windows that you want prompted for. Hmm. I've turned off the draw phase one. So that <laughs> when it gets to the once once we draw our cards, I don't have to say pass on the draw phase. It automatically passes for me, because right now I'm not going to play anything there. I'll okay. play anything. I'll play stuff during the. There's a recommendation for you. Don't do a scorpion. It's one. It's one of the best times to grab the extra um, honor if you got nothing better to do. Yeah, you could so, do that too. Yeah, um, so. But and, and then there's and then there's little settings in there talking about how long do you wait. Uh, to respond to something, do you want to respond to every single action? Do you ever want a chance to respond to every single action they take? So, like, I click on Heat a Guardian to give another character plus two plus two for each holding I control, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like waiting for opponent. I'm like, oh, really? You got your settings set, <laughs> so you're like wanting to cancel what an opponent does, like like what a card interaction does. Well, there's no way to do that in the game right now, right? Right. Heat a Casada will automatically cancel. That's the thing you need to keep in mind. Is nice. Is if Hita Casada's on the play, and it's that first conflict, and Hita's there, and they play something, maybe you have maybe you have a voice of a censure in your deck. You don't have a voice of honor, but you'll have a censure in your crab deck, right? And they play an event, and and it'll highlight censure. It'll say, "Do you want to play censure?" So you can play censure, even though Hita Casada will cancel it. It will allow you to do that because those are the, that's the framing of the rules, right? Mm-hmm. But you say pass, and then it'll automatically say Hita Kasada cancels that effect, and it'll log that in a note. And and more than anything, people forget about that because it's in person. You can say, okay, remember Kasada's still on, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right? Like casual tournament, casual games. I'm always like, okay, Kasada's on, and we'll keep going. Uh, but there's no such reminder like you have to type it in and I'm not going to type in the Casada still on unless it's a close game or something like that. But <laughs> cool. Little right. things like that. This is interesting. To and hear don't be too easy. Don't be too so eager to pass. Remember, to, do I really want to pass? Do I not? I get in trouble when I do I that. I was going to say because fun- functionally there, you, it's a little tricky to pull things back. It's not impossible, but a little fiddly to go, oh, one second, one second, I need to try and get out of this window. And you can oh, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, cut yeah. entirely cost, depending on triggers and automated stuff. It's interesting because I, I touched on it um, just in its very, very early, the Maho is fun days, mm-hmm. just before, just as it went to Jukoku. So you're saying about importing decks properly. I'm like, sweet, that's great. You couldn't when I was using it last. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, close. you can now. You can so. now. And for instance, I passed, I had a whole plan to break a province that was had an Imperial mm-hmm. Palace on it. And I forgot to trigger Heat of Guardian at the last. It would have given my character plus four, plus four to break the freaking thing. And I forgot to do that. And I'm like, as soon as I hit pass, I'm like, no. Whoops. And I just, I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to. I, I, But in the table game, you just say, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm going to trigger Heat of Guardian, four, four, break it. Okay. I mean, on the flip side, there are a bunch of, I'm going to assume that like Jinteki.net, um, it's useful to know the shorthand commands to fix things. The, the way you can do some some manual... Jinteki has yes. buttons that fix a lot of that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. There is, on Jigoku, it's manual mode. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, a set of, yeah. 
you don't necessarily have to do that, but you have to know that manual mode allows you to select cards and then you can take certain actions cards, moving them in and out of, in, in and out of conflicts, mm -hmm. add fate, remove fate, bow, ready, you know, this, this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, purple is, means that that character has been coverted. Uh, yellow or orange means that card belongs to you that is now under control of somebody else. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, red means in the conflict. So the characters don't, so the the characters don't move on the screen; okay. they just become highlight. They come, they get a red outline when they're in the conflict, and a purple outline when they're thing, and then they bow. So they they they're static on the screen, and they they bow. Their place is static, and then they bow and ready in that spot. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. When you get like four or five attachments on an E10 master, yeah, you're gonna have. Hard time figuring out what attachments are on any dead master. Those first three okay. or four are visible. The fifth one is a little tight. <laughs> <laughs> so the, you, the saving screen screen estate. That's interesting. Yeah. That um. So the manual mode there. I'm assuming it's uh, assuming it works like Jinteki. It's um. Excuse me. It's kind of that developer console thing in video games where you hit this up and go into a mode to be able to manipulate things more directly. Right. And your opponent is very explicitly told, "We are currently in manual mode." By the way, yes, yes, the yes, dude yes. opposite you were screwing with stuff. Manual mode is off. Yeah, manual be, mode is off. Yeah, be so aware, please. And it, and it can be a certain amount of politeness. I know there wasn't Jinteki. A certain amount of I'm just going to hit manual a second, or you'll put it up and say that was to do this. My apologies. Right. No. No. Yeah. And you, you know, do sure. that. And so one of the things that happens. Probably the most frequently is void or watering. They go void or watering, and then the result is that there's no trigger for void or watering. So they say, "Yes, I'll trigger water," but there's no there's nobody to ready or nobody to bow. Mm -hmm. But they're stuck in a please a character. So you have to go into manual mode, select cancel prompt, and then turn off manual mode, and you're golden. So Ouch. when you you have a prompt, and when you turn on manual mode, that prompt gets a second prompt added to it, which is cancel action. Nice. Right? Interesting. Okay. Or close prompt. So you so you do a manual action, pass, and then you can just cancel altogether. The, knowing right. how Jinteki went, that might be the most, most important tip mm -hmm. <laughs> in getting mm -hmm. through a game successfully. And then you just close manual mode, and, and you're golden. Uh, but, you know, I had an opponent today, Trigger Void, but his character, his Bayushi Shoju, was the only one with... Fade on it, like, and he doesn't want to take fate. Do that? <laughs> no. Uh, so I was like, "Oh yeah, you're triggering the void ring." You can see I'm saying, waiting for opponent to trigger void ring, and you're like, "Oh yeah, uh, you're not gonna want to do that. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, yeah." There goes manual mode. Okay, there goes. Okay, all right, good. There we go. So you see people correcting, and and it's really very good about prompting what is happening. Good, mm -hmm. good. Um, That's one thing that Octagon did. Oh my god! And well, <laughs> here's one thing that it does. <laughs> If you click on a, like, say you're going to play a card from your hand, mm -hmm. and in, in particular, if it's a character, if it's a conflict character from your hand, you click on it, and your your opponent will get waiting uh, waiting for Doug to use uh, Hiruma Skirmisher, and you decide, no, I don't want to play that. You cancel it. Poof, you've canceled, but I know Skirmisher's in your hand. Worth noting. Okay. Right, so you All can right. cancel before you play, but you've also given away the fact that it's in your hand. So, so little things like that are like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> so functionally, the game is saying, you're about to play a conflict character. The play a conflict character, take it from your hand and hold it in front of your opponents. Do you want to play this conflict character? Well, yes, now he's seen it. <laughs> exactly. But it's not... Playing with the cards, because I play on Jigoku just about on a, a daily basis, one or two games a day. Playing with the cards is so much more fun, mm -hmm. you know, but 
I get a little of my I get a little of my L5R in with playing electronically. I've I've been a little leery of getting into doing anything with Jikoku. Not because it it sucks or anything, but because I playing on Octagon, trying to play Netrunner on Octagon. And this is what 2 3 years ago. It was oh kind yeah. of a negative play experience for me because mm-hmm. it was really hard to use the Octagon client with Netrunner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was it was it was the conflict between Octagon and that game, bluntly. You know, good old DB Zero did the storming job, but it was it was still still there was um, friction between the two. Yeah, it was and clunky. a custom a custom built a more custom built system worked better. But even even after all that, it's I, I've played plenty of Jinteki, you know, and I played a little bit obviously a little bit of Jikoku. It's still always better getting down in front of someone to play the cards. So, oh yeah, you know. yeah, it's wonderful, it's wonderful. And then the the interface has gotten a lot better. Where it, when you're in a conflict for water ring that's military. The water milita- the military water ring is brighter than all the other rings. The other ones are subdued, so you know, like you look over there and you're like, which one? Are, what are we fighting over again? Oh, the red water ring. Okay, good. So you know what it is, what type it is. Cool. Uh, it didn't used to do that, so I would get lost in like, uh, yeah, I'll stop this. Water isn't gonna matter, Tobin. Oh no, I'm gonna put everything I have to to block this and prevent you from doing it. And, but it won't, won't matter. It's water. It's, it's water. It doesn't matter. <laughs> or it's fire. It doesn't matter. Or, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. And I'll go all in and I'm like, oh, I, or I'll, and this happens, this happens, still happens, but people will bonsai during political conflicts. <laughs> I mean, you can do. You can do that. Nothing's stopping you there. Yeah, yeah, you can <laughs> do that. So they do do that. And you're like, oh, I just realized that I paid an honor to go up for and I'm not going to, that's not going to happen. So those little things happen. You can't really, inter- you can't really interrupt your opponent quickly enough to, to say, oh, wait, 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 yeah. we're in military. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. If you ever encounter, um, I know, I know none of us here do, but I've, I, I know of little of you encounter the magic online stuff because of the way magic functions. A lot of it was based around being able to go, no, 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 wait a second. Wait, hold on. You know, cause there's so much in response to yep. in reply. Yep, so for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, well, thanks for that. Get on and and then put in a learning the ropes as your game, and remember, folks, D Keister. There you go. <laughs> Get in there. Don't turn him. Don't, don't don't turn him up too bad, huh? We like right. him. Was, we want to keep him. I was waiting. I was waiting for him. Give him a good welcome to Jikoku. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, uh, the way I always the way I always did through um, various ones is the know know the game new to Jikoku. Is always a good one to say. I know how to play the game. I just don't yeah, know how to play yeah. the game on here. <laughs> and now, one of the things Shikoku will do is it will prompt you when there's all kinds of reactions. So, like, the, I, you, it's really hard to forget keeper stuff, right? Yeah. When when that's, uh, seeker stuff, seeker seeker knowing, fate, yeah. keeper state, keeper initiates are, are like, do you want to do this? And, and you know, what'll happen is the screen will go dim, and then the thing that it's telling you you can do will brighten up. Like so. An event gets played, and you have censure in your hand and the favor. Yeah, everything will dim, and censure will be like highlighted. Bamo! Do you want to play this? <laughs> all I can think of there is you're playing Scorpion. You, you've just you're pro- you're res- you're um, rezzed. You're um, revealed provinces. Um, shameful displayed. Would you like to know more? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yes, yes, please tell yeah. me about this fate. Yeah. <laughs> so th- and that's how it works. It's 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 good. It's cool. It's good enough uh, to get me my my uh, Jones, but. Playing with the real cards in front of real people with real friends, that's much more fun. It's very cool. All right, that's awesome. Thank now, you. having said that, I had a heck of a game playing against Barry Wordle a couple Wednesdays ago. <laughs> that was fun, Barry. I, it was Casada. It was, he was playing Lion, 
and it was a touch and go, and I, I, I had it by a hair. So, <laughs> very cool, very cool to play. No heck, and that's something yet. that we can do. You can play with uh, international listeners and all kinds of things. And I still, uh, every once in a while, someone will chime in and say, "Hey, listen to the podcast. Great, wonderful." And I'm like, "Oh no, he's gonna kick my ass." <laughs> <laughs> here comes the rookie. Here he comes. He's been listening. I am watching not gonna us. be able to hold up my end of this bargain. <laughs> We're say that's actually of- that's my main concern. Someone, <laughs> now that I've like publicly stated, you know, that I'm Hi. on there and what my username is, now I'm worried about I, looking like an idiot misplaying. I have a completely non-connected uh, to my real life username. I'll see you on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as we previously mentioned, Total Escape Games uh, in Broomfield, their league is starting and has started, and will continue on various Wednesdays into May. Join us if you're in the area. Come by, say hi, and uh, let's play some L5R. Mm-hmm. Now, one. Oh, Carl, do you have an announcement? Yeah, I can say the same sure. thing. So, the, the Haunted Game Cafe's um, similar league situation is running for six weeks from. Help me out here. March 13th. Thank you. You've, you've read the post. I didn't. I wrote it. From March 13th, starting <laughs> the opening. Uh, we're, <laughs> Wait, we're you wrote choosing. the post and you, d- you don't I read the post. I read it. it. It's the end of a Friday, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting that point. You could. So yeah, starting with the tournament on that Tuesday, it will run straight through. Um, the tournament event itself will be will have the battles for the stronghold kit. Then we're running play games in the in the cafe all the way through those six weeks, including two more Tuesday start of Tuesday first first Tuesday of the month tournaments. Cool. So there'll be three tournaments across that time and open play at the cafe. So. Excellent, nice. excellent, excellent. And finally, the the some uh, in addition to the FFG being a co sponsor of Gen Con, which is fun but not necessarily directly Alpha Five R related. Legend of the Five Rings has been nominated for two Golden Geek Awards. These are the awards handed out by Board Game Geek. Two Golden Geek Awards. Golden Geek Awards are pretty prestigious to the point where companies will put the golden face on the box. Uh, on the oh, golden yeah. geek face on the box without, boom, here you go, here you go, here you go. I so physically see a few from here on stuff on the game library. Yeah, yeah. and so if uh, for those of you who would love to get more people into this game... Uh, and we are one of those folks. There's nothing better that you could do to than get our game nominated, or, or it's already been nominated. Get our game chosen as a Golden Geek Award winner. Remember, it, vote early, vote often. Vote early, <laughs> vote often. So uh, it's been nominated for the best two-player game and the best card game. Mm-hmm. So uh, it would be wonderful for the game to win either or both of these awards. And so feel free to vote now. You do have to create a BGG account. Uh, profile on BGG in order to vote, but it's worth it. And I will include a link to the voting page in say, the notes. Because it should be a geek list for the overall voting, I believe, and then two individuals within that for the two different um, factions, I believe. Well, it's one. so you go to one page to vote, and there's buttons at the top for each category. Mm-hmm. So you go and you select the button, and then the, the list of nominees appears below, mm-hmm. and you simply rank the nominees there's uh, the, uh any okay, any from a the, most of them i think have but 8 to 12 Interesting. nominated okay. and then you rank those and then as soon as you rank it it's immediately recorded and it can be changed up until the end of the voting period which is i don't know when a couple weeks probably mm-hmm. um, i did post the link to reddit for those of you who are on reddit you saw that uh, i also cross posted it to facebook and various other places so uh, a lot of you i'm sure have completed that voting process already and once the voting closes your vote will be counted so don't change it from what it is now which of course is number one or best (laughs) so and then you can 
but when you're in the nav- voting navigation, the buttons you just go to best player card game or best two player, go there, and then card game, go there. So what you're you telling me it. is, you, you go to the list, you find um, the five rings, you pull it to the top, you ignore the rest, and jump. Well, you move on. you identify it as number one, <laughs> there you go. and then it'll actually the number one one it'll push it to the bottom of the list because you've selected something for it. You've select you've ranked it, so it'll move it to the bottom of the screen. Interesting. Ironic. Yes. One of those little industry things. I'm familiar with a few people who uh, help with and work for a golden uh, board game geek. I'll have to poke them about that. That's kind of nonsensical. Anyway. <laughs> but well, what happens yeah. after you select number two? Does it Vote. jump to the bottom, be underneath number one? or? Uh, I haven't selected number two. Because <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I hadn't played any of the other games. That's kind of my, I, I was saying that. Fine, Lord, fine Legend of the Five Rings. Hit one. Move on. <laughs> yeah, move on. That was it. It takes, it <laughs> takes right. five minutes. It probably took longer to create. It probably take you longer to create an account than to vote, right? More seriously, I would say, um, have a look at that list. If there is something else in there that you honestly feel deserves the number one spot, feel free to put Legend of the Five Rings where you think it should be because it is totally possible for something to get lots of twos and still be right up there. Yeah, so. for sure, for sure. If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions, you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com via Twitter at Art of Warcast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comments section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. Thanks for listening, and remember, Honor is the deadliest weapon. weapon.